This is a post-Christian podcast. What's up, guys? I got you here, Josh. You are connected with Revolution Church? Yeah. Through, um, through Jay, yeah. Through Jay, yeah. So, did you meet him in New York initially, I guess? I, I did. He had the his church in a bar in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I went with a friend uh, one time, and it was it was really it was like a weird day because it was really hot out, and we we it was years ago, so we were younger, so we just like slept super late, yeah. And so we woke up and then hung out for a little bit and went to church. So I didn't realize that I didn't eat anything all day, and so I was like, oh, a beer at church, that's awesome. And so right. I'm just drinking a beer, and I'm like, oh fuck, am I getting like a little tipsy? Like this is like <laughs> this is really weird. And um, and then I, what I really remember about it is um, it was in Brooklyn. So it's all these hipsters. And so none of – I was the only one there that had like an actual physical Bible with me. Mm-hmm. And it was like this small like, like bright hot pink Bible with like this fake like um, snakeskin like texture on it, which I still have. <laughs> nice. And then I remember Jay – was talking and he wasn't happy with his translation of the of his Bible, so he asked everybody, like, does anyone have a like a Bible on them? And I was the only one that had a physical one, uh-huh. and it was like bright pink and like um, snakeskin. And so I was like, oh, hey, that works. And so if you want to bring it up, and I remember getting up and just like, don't like be a, like make a fool of yourself and like stumble forward like drunkenly because you've like <laughs> been drinking beer on an empty stomach. Yeah. So. Um, but I think it was it's like a new century version. But I just I remember just being like, how does nobody have a Bible? Bunch of hipsters, um, right? <laughs> and and then it was actually right after because we talked a little bit after the service, and we talked about Dexter season four. I don't know if anyone saw that. Oh, That's yeah. with the yeah, and it was like just like the crazy kind of finale to it, and we were just talking about. Like how crazy that was, and then Dexter's horrible, and that's a. Uh, so I I followed him on Instagram once he left and everything, and then he was making all those like Star Wars pins, or he wanted them done, and he was like, "Does oh, anyone right. know?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Does anyone know a cheap graphic designer?" Uh-huh. I was like, "I'm I'm a cheap graphic designer." Right. Yeah, and he was yeah, and he asked how much like I would charge. I'm like, "Yeah, for you, it's nothing," and so then we just been doing different like uh, campaigns for like when he goes on speaking tours right. and like the for pride and everything like that. Okay, so. cool. So I feel like maybe for your sake and for the listener's sake, I should say that I'm sitting here in a room in Minnesota with my friends Evan and Shanghai. Yeah, this here. is their first podcast. That's, yeah, that's first nice. Yeah. And and you and I are are Skyping over uh, laptops. Yeah, laptops and, and you're <laughs> in New York right now. And so you've known Jay longer than I have, but like, you know, right? I see him yeah. probably more frequently than you do, and I. Oh you know. yeah, well, we've talked on the phone a few times, but I've only like hung out with him face to face that one time. So like, oh, I wow. I met him first, but you definitely know him infinitely more than I do. We'll we'll talk through text and phone calls, but like, we never get to like hang out or anything. Okay, because he's a, a Minnesotan. Yeah. And that was a good pronunciation there. Minnesota. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but at the same time, though, dude, like when me and Jay were talking about making this flyer for Pride, which was the thing that connected you and I, 
was the fact yeah. that like we, we wanted to make you know a flyer that we could hand out at Pride because the bar that we have service in every Sunday is hosted or, or they 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 hosted a uh, a Pride block party. And so okay. we wanted to have something to hand out there. And the first thought in Jay's head was, "Oh, let's let's hit up Josh. You know, let's see if he can help us oh, out with the cool, design yeah. on that." You know, so so that's just kind of establishing like a really a really loose context as to how this <laughs> conversation came about. Yeah, you know, because uh, it, it's kind of it's a very weird and interesting circumstance that you and I have connected like within the past like month. But yeah. I think I think that that. Those tiny moments, and I would never try to convince someone that God is real, but like those tiny <laughs> moments make me suspect that maybe yeah. there's something coordinating whatever's happening here. Do, do you believe in a, in a conscious personal God, Josh? I, I do. Like, it's weird because, like, I told you that when I get onto, like, um, you know, there was a website that was asking me to write like Christian based like right. uh, articles and stuff. They like don't post my stuff because I'm like too out there. But then when it comes down to this stuff, I'm like pretty old school with it where I do. I do believe in like like basically kind of like the, the God of the Bible, but I'm not going to like fight anyone over it. Just personally, like I, I yeah. believe in that sort of stuff. But then it does get hard because then everyone's like oh but then why do bad things happen it's like fuck i don't know like know. It, the, yeah. but but <laughs> there are like so many instances like that where i just go like yeah like more often than not like i i feel yeah. that way so i believe in all okay. that yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah that's great uh was that is that like stemming from your upbringing like yeah. is that because you were raised in the culture of christianity yeah, i so i grew up uh in uh, a small Long Island like village, like my graduating class was like 140 people or something like that. Like we just oh, like wow. yeah, if you do something first period by like third period, you're walking around the halls and everyone's like, oh fuck, I heard what you did. And you're like how? how? <laughs> right. And then um, and so it was I love your accent. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you're not from New York. You're from Long yeah, Island. I, 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 I can't even, even do it. I, I don't even hear it, so it's gonna be weird for all the. The Minnesota folks. Um, and so, yeah, just wait till you hear me say, like, dog or coffee or mall, shopping mall. Right, coffee. <laughs> hey, how do, awesome. you, how do you, uh, what's your informal way to refer to your mother? Is it mom or mom? I say mom. Uh, so I don't, you, you have to tell mom. me okay. how that sounds to you. I say mom. No, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. That's how right? I would probably say Yeah, that's what we say. Yeah, it's, it's yeah so, like... Don't call me. <laughs> so we definitely have our trigger words with a small coffee, mall, dog, walk. Like, yeah, so it's... <laughs> right on, man. Um, so you met Jay the once. Yeah, and so I grew up in a Presbyterian church in that small village. And it was... When I was younger, it was great because they love young kids. But then when you, like, grow up and you get, like, a mind of your own, they're not big fans of that. And it was... um. I didn't realize how conservative it was until like I went to co I went to a, a, a Christian college at like Christian Missionary Alliance, which I didn't even know was like a denomination until. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> and so, um, but growing up in the church, I was getting to a point where, like, I would go to church even if my family didn't. I would like go to like Bible studies and oh. stuff because I always loved hmm. like the bible as i know it sounds really corny but like i always did like i got my first one when i was in like second grade like they give it to like the kids when they 
like move up or something like that. And I just thought it was like the greatest yeah. thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then when you're a kid and you're finding like stories of like people like their heads getting cut off or like getting run over right. by chariots, yeah. like this is fucking awesome. And then, <laughs> and then you grow up and you're like, oh no, those are like kind of like the stories that get you hooked. But then like I don't care about those stories anymore. I just care about yeah. like the good stuff, the redemption and and stuff like that. Okay. And um, so that's I was kind of lucky where. I had like this kind of mentor growing up because um, when I was younger, my dad, he got really sick and he's still with us and everything like that. I know that sounds like, oh, my dad was really sick when I was young, but he couldn't do that many things with me. So my mom reached out to like, um, his name's Jeff. I still call him like formally Mr. Dean. I don't know if I could say names on this. You could bleep it out if you need to. But, it's um, up to you, honestly, um, man. Yeah, it's, I um, can edit it out if you want. No. Um, so I, even to this day, like um, <laughs> he's been like my mentor since i was like 11 or 12 and i'm gonna be 36 i still call him mister but um (laughs) so he like taught me a ton of stuff like bible and christianity and stuff like that and as i'm older we definitely have our theology is like split he's very much still in the the first presbyterian mindset of things whereas i'm kind of like more out there but the, the core stuff we don't we always will agree on okay so I feel like even just knowing the very little information I know about you, the fact that you were so eager to like participate in a flyer about pride and about mm-hmm. like, uh, and I'll say this like for the listener, anything that we've ever sent you, you take to an extreme. You like to, you like you like to be. I don't want to say offensive, but like that's where yeah. my mind goes. You like you like to kind of be uh, abrasive. Is yeah, that fair? I guess I um, guess abrasive is the thing because I'm never actively trying to like offend but right. i oh i grew up um very like punk rock all the way and yeah. i'm not like talking like punk rock like oh i love some 41 and like my chemical romance like i'm talking like the misfits and minor threat and all that stuff well, that's why you like so, jay so much probably it, exactly yeah. <laughs> we bond over over stuff like that and so uh-huh. i always kind of like that diy stuff uh-huh. and then I, I didn't realize how, like, intense I was until I was working for stuff for Jay. And he's like, oh, I'm doing, like, Tortured Grace or, like, yeah. his speaking tour. And he was like, if you could do some flyers. And, like, I was having, like, Baptist people holding rattlesnakes that were, like, biting them oh, in the Jesus, face. And, know, like, yeah. <laughs> That's up north, like, too? That happens up north? I've seen no, that, like, just, in, the, in the... In the mountains of, like, fucking West Virginia or something. But. Yeah, well, that's what I was, like, going for. It doesn't happen up north. It's definitely a lower <laughs> Bible Belt thing. But just for, like, the images, I was, like, sending him oh, all these okay. weird things. And he was like, oh, maybe not so <laughs> much. And then and then when I did the Pride posters, like, yeah. I was, like, taking the approach of, like, no, like, we know that Christians suck because this is what you see from them. And right. it's all the signs. Like, totally. I did, like, blur out, like, the F word, like, because I hate that. Like, we're, like... Um, but I, um, not, not fuck the actual, like, bad F. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the worst one. And then, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, it is, it's never meant to like, oh, I'm going to rattle feathers and stuff like that. Like right. I, I do yeah. tend to think like, all right, this is pretty tame. I don't th- And then you guys are like, <laughs> you guys have to, you have to dial it back. You're I'm right. like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say like to your uh, you know, to give you a little bit of props here, like you, you did a good job consulting with us and, and reacting to all our, our feedback. Cause yeah. we had like four fucking people collaborating on that pride poster yeah. and you, 
You made it happen, man. We handed out all but 31 of those. Wow. So we handed That's out awesome. 400 and, I don't know, like four and a half hundred of those posters. 420 of them. Yep. We're good. We're Pretty set. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I I personally don't enjoy doing things for churches because as much as I believe in, like, the more Christian side of the religion. Like I can't stand church. I can't stand. I'm like a self-hating Christian. Like if there's such a thing, I'm just like, fuck, yeah. I hate Christians so bad. Um, and you messaged me the other day and we're like, you know, I, I tried to go to church with my wife this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah, it was, uh, because she, I, strangely enough, we met in church, but it was oh. a church we both went to for the first time. It wasn't like we met like growing up in church together. Like I was in a bad place it was after college and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you know what? Let me try to go to church. One of those young churches, the hip ones. Yeah. That I actually can't stand. But um, mm. And then um, at the same time, unbeknownst to me, like her friend was like, hey, do you want to go to church with me? And she was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I don't ever go, but I'm feeling kind of bummed out myself. And then like I sat in front of her and then you know, you turn and you greet everybody. And yeah. I was, like, I was like, oh, hey, girl, how are you living? And then, <laughs> and then like, then like two weeks later, like, it was funny. I made her, because this was back in 20, 2007. Okay. And um, when we first met and we're dating. So, like, CDs were still very big. And uh-huh. so I was like, oh, I'll make her. Not, it wasn't like a mixed CD of, like, oh, I love you, because I only met her the first time, the one time. So I didn't have, like, feelings for her. But, like, it was mostly to gauge how, like, if I gave her a CD of cool music, like, oh, I was thinking you might like this. And she was like, oh, fuck this. This sucks. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> she's not really for me. But I I also wanted to try to play it cool. And so, like, she was there with two other people the week before. So I had to make three random CDs on, like, related to each other to hide the fact that I was giving her a CD. Oh, but, no. But it worked. And oh, and a tangled and, web we weave. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But it was – um. so – but she didn't really grow up in church. More oh. like a, in the Catholic mindset. So she went to religion oh, as a kid. But then – not much after that. And so right. whenever she's like, hey, I want to try going to church, I'm not going to be like, no, fuck church. I hate church. I'm like right. going to try to be like, you know, it's not going to be – you You don't have the issues that I have. Like you don't right. have this lifelong like heartbreak with church. Right. And and so I um, we went there and it was just – the guy was like – he was doing those things where he was like asking slash guilting for money, but through a prayer. So yeah, like, Lord, I know. I know you can provide for us through the congregation. Through, yeah, right. Yeah, and it's then, a fucking um, guilt trip, dude. Yeah, and then the yeah. whole sermon turned into this weird, like nationalistic, oh, Jesus like American fuck. church versus like a European church. I was like, Holy what shit. in the world? Yeah, really? <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, it wow. was like, um, wow. yeah, it was saying like, if we don't, if the American church isn't careful it's gonna like fade away like the churches in europe do and you're just like what like i'm wow. sorry yeah and so it was funny because my wife obviously knows me better than anybody and so when he was going that route she just was like no <laughs> like wanted to right. like dive in front of it and stuff but and it's hard for me because i try to be like i don't want to ruin her experience by being like fuck this is so right, stupid right, like yeah, so right. i try to like play it cool but my okay. heart race it's probably like <laughs> so i feel like there's a lot of fucking information here which is amazing <laughs> I'm sorry no 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 <laughs> i know that i immediately knew that sounded negative but i'm to establish your timeline because i i wanted to have this conversation with you to get to know you recorded you know if, if we were both comfortable <laughs> with it because yeah, yeah. i genuinely like 
have really not much of a frame. Like we worked together on that fucking flyer, but that's about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know, but like so. Okay, yeah. you were ra- you said Presbyterian. Yep. Okay, so you're raised Presbyterian. You had that uh, influence in your life. You had that. Uh, was it yeah, a pastor Dean. you said or no? He was just um, just a guy in just the a guy at church. Okay. Yep. And then, and then your wife. Yeah, and then I like I went to, away to college, and okay, I feel like whereas to an evangelical think, college, yeah, right? yeah, and I originally I wanted to be like a pastor, and then you get in that mm. environment, and you're just like, no, nah, I can't do this. Yeah. This is miserable. I, can't I think do like fifty percent of uh, seminary students become atheists before they graduate. Or yeah, so. and I, but that's hard I to could, like even fucking calculate. You know, it's hard to even yeah. say. But I could I could definitely see it because. I think what saved me in terms of that was I knew that to be like, no, fuck it. I'm an atheist now. It's just to be like taking out on God, like the shittiness okay. of this, the people and like the church and stuff. So what was the period between you being Pentecostal and turning to revolution? Revolution is a shockingly uh, effective online church slash podcast <laughs> when I say shot I mean I, I just mean number wise I mean math and like I mean the fact yeah. that like it the community is so devoted and like I would say I would guess 77 percent plus of the people who donate and stuff have been hurt by church but still yeah. want to like almost to use church words to use Christianese they want to resurrect mm. Yeah. This, this vocabulary of church. Christianese, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And of you know, and of saying, you know what? It doesn't. To me, I, I can only speak for myself. To me, it's mm-hmm. not important if these myths and fables and stories are are literal. If you know, if this even actually happened, you could take that all the way to say if, if there even even was a Yahushua of Nazareth, mm-hmm. like this this man. Yeah. But, like, to me, that's part of my fucking – my culture and my understanding of my worldview, like, on the most basic level. And so if I can re-own, if I can reclaim any of that, then I'm going to lean into that as hard as I can. So that's a big disclaimer for myself. But I'm just yeah. curious for you, Josh, like, what was – what transition happened in your life to where you turned from being a, a Pentecostal, which is – Sounds to me pretty conservative and traditional. Well, not uh, Presbyterian oh, is where I grew up. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Pentecostal ish would be more like in college where people were like twirling flags and s- pretending right. to speak in tongues, speak but they're really tongues. just like gibbering, yeah. like it's gibberish, laying hands on people. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah, oh it's God, like all yeah. like there's all not like you just. There was definitely times when me and my friends got in trouble for just like laughing because you can't not <laughs> yeah. laugh at these people. Yeah, and you're like you're clearly doing it. Like, they'll be like, oh, David danced for the Lord. It's like, yeah, but he didn't do it in front of everybody like an idiot. Like, he did it because he was moved in the moment, like, in secret in his room. Like, it's not like... um, It's not a spectacle. Yes, exactly. And it's just... it's, It's... I start looking at, like, people's intentions and you're just like, you're not doing it for anyone. Like, I... Personally, yeah. it's a little tangent, but like I won't pray out loud. I have a hard enough time praying as it is. Yeah. Because no matter how much I grew up in it, it sounds like it just feels like I'm talking to the ceiling. Like it, that's all it feels like. It, yeah. I don't feel like, uh, oh, I feel so close. I, I feel like an idiot. Like I'm just like, and then, uh, but I will never pray out loud like in a group because instantly upon doing so, 
the prayer is insincere because you're thinking of how to sound. Like, yeah, that you know you're your talking shit. To you're the room impre- and not yeah, to, yep, yeah. And you want to whip out all the good Christian knees and you're like, man, this <laughs> Lord, guy could really and, pray. And, and Lord, and Lord, I just, I just yeah, ask yep. you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in in like New York, Long Island, where like a very like Father God's like, oh Father God, please Father God, and, then, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, how many times do you have to say it? But um, <laughs> so it's all about like the intentions for me. So when people, and I don't know, like you were saying, like is that from how we grew up? Right. That is my comfort zone. But like yeah. I just can't handle the spectacle of something that is just like. It's like a beautiful religion. Like, it really is. And I know it gets such a bad rap from people, but just, yeah. like, because of the, the spectacle of it all. But the, um, yeah, for me, with revolution is, like, it's just the honesty of it. Like, I'm always going to be a sucker for, like, a someone that grew up, like, loving punk rock. And then, like, in one of his last sermons, he quoted Paul, Chris Christopherson, and, like, Johnny Cash. And you're like, oh, all right, right, that's fucking, yeah. like, that's dope. Like, that's not, like... Um, that's always going to appeal to me. But mm-hmm. for me, it really does come down to Jay. And it's not about like the family history and it's not about like the tattoos and stuff like that. It's yeah. because like to have a pastor that's like, all right, um, today's sermon is just basically going to be about me admitting I have no idea what's going on. And I have, I'm like really struggling and stuff because there's a sincerity to that than when like yes, a big yeah. mega church pastor is kind of like, oh, I'm just like you. I struggle with, yeah. with doubt. It's like, no, you're just saying that. And then you're taking our money and you're buying like a sports car. For like, sure, dude. Not, oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. There, there's a podcast I used to produce. They're, they're like kind of in hiatus right now, but it's called uh, Two Atheists Go to Church. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, like the, the more broad podcast is uh, Out of the Attic, and then they did a series called Two Atheists Go to Church that I produced for them. Anyways, mm-hmm. so they're both, you know, ex-evangelicals. They went to church. Uh, pretty much they went to, like, you know, four or five mega churches and kind of reviewed them, like, okay, like, were they welcoming? Like, what do we think about the music? This and that. And then they came to Revolution, and on that day, Jay was having a really, a really shitty mental health day. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he got up on stage and he said, hey, guys, I'm not in a place to phone this in or to lie to you <laughs> right now. I can't do this. And so we sat there. Everyone sat there for about a little over an hour, hour 15 or so. And we just talked to each other. And that was the most <laughs> positive review of a church that they gave within, yeah. you know, like a three month long record session was like this yeah, guy yep. wasn't going to come up here and like put on put on airs, you know, like, yeah, put a plastic face on. And be like, oh yeah, God loves you, this and that. He was, I think, he even opened by saying, "Guys, I don't know if God exists today," which is <laughs> yeah, something yep. that I, yeah. I am very comfortable saying. Like, like I would, most days, I would absolutely call myself an atheist, but yeah. also most days, I'm stoked about doing things like this that are involved with church and Christianity. But like, just yeah. you know, having a pastor coming up there and being like, "Hey, guys, like, I don't know if this is all real right now. I prepared a yeah. talk for you, but I can't give it, you know." out of earnest yeah. I can't be fully committed to this and so maybe yeah. we just sit here and talk about what's going on in our lives see like that to me is like everything like I don't know it's just like because if you look at like the bible it's like Jesus like he hung out like yeah he would give like the big sermon on the mountain stuff like that but like he like hung out with like 12 dudes and like some prostitutes and they just like talked and just like lived and did things and it's like you know he would go into like a church and they would like try to kill him and stuff and stone him and everything <laughs> like that and so like I, I, I think just like the, the openness of revolution you're like 
it's something that I think people really that were like hurt by like the church and Christians and yeah. Christianese. Like it's just so refreshing to have yeah. someone that's just like, fuck, I have no idea. Let's just like, let's talk. And, uh, if I have anything good to say, I'll let you know. And yeah. like, and it's refreshing too, because like there's the times where I'll like, if I'm talking about, um, if someone asks a question because they know that like, I'm like the more, like I hate the word religious, but for lack of a better word sure. of like yeah. friends and stuff like that, they'll ask me questions and anybody would be lying if they're, even if they're explaining the Bible or what they believe that it doesn't hit them like a ton of bricks every time. Like this is, this has to be bullshit. Like this is, what am I talking about? Like we're yeah. talking about yeah. like, <laughs> like magic. Yeah. Like, yep. And yeah. then, um, for me not to get all like po- poetic and stuff like that. Like a main thing with the Bible for me is like, say there's like um, a proverb or something like that, that will say, just as a dog returns to its vomit, a foolish man will return to the error of his ways. Uh-huh. And like, that will speak to me more like the realness of the Bible and Christianity, because like, to me, I'm just picturing like whoever it was, like Solomon writing that in whenever BC. Right. And then like how, and that's out in wherever he was, how in like on Long Island in 2019, <laughs> yeah. did he know that a dog will still con- continually return to its vomit? Like, how did he know that that was such a hmm. universal principle that it will stand the test of time to like, go in and it's not just his one <laughs> stupid dog just fucking eats his own throw up every time right. he gets sick. <laughs> and so um, it's it's things like that. But the rest of it, like, you know, the big sweeping stories, it's like, is this a metaphor? Sure. Did it really happen? Could have. Like, yeah, right. If God's, yeah. So, if God's so powerful, why does he need metaphors? He could just make the metaphors real. Like, he doesn't need to tell a story about Jonah getting swallowed by a fish. He could just swallow Jonah. Like, <laughs> yeah, fish. right. Like, um, yeah. But it's, um, for me, uh, like a pastor like Jay being like, yeah, I have no idea, hits a chord with me because mm, yeah. um, the the kind of, like, Zen way that I've found, the more I study the Bible and Christianity and stuff, like, the more you just realize, like, oh, we have no idea. Like, no one knows anything. So it's like, the more you study, the less you know type thing. And I know that sounds very, like, what's the sound of one hand clapping? But, like, that's really, like, (laughs) the the truth and stuff. No, that's good, man. For sure. So did did you ever, like, fully step away from... Christianity and God and spirituality or was it like just like a transition into a more liberal progressive form of it or like what well, how would you describe um, that? I definitely stepped away from church. Okay. And it's Are a you mindset still, you're that still stepped away? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like if I go uh, when I go to church like that one time with my wife and when my family still like will be somewhat involved in like different churches like if I go to a church to support them and stuff like that I will get not a full blown anxiety attack or anything like that but I will get like nervous and fidgety like I yeah. I, I hate I hate being here like Triggers. it's just like yeah like yeah. um so I don't like church at all I think that like I understand anyone that gets something good from church, I never want to convince them, like, no, it's bullshit. Right. Run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no, if that's great for you, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Like, take that. But for me, it's just I, I can't I can't do it anymore. Okay. But in terms of beliefs, I have to say that I never was like – even if I thought, like, oh, this is all bullshit, isn't it? Like, I can never make that leap to step away fully because I feel like 
I know too much of the opposite, as much as a human can like know about these things. Like uh-huh. it's um, that I can't, I can't make like the leap, but uh, I'm definitely a lot more liberal, and I'm almost like I jokingly say that I'm cri- a Christian mystic because like I'll take anything and like turn it to help my beliefs. Like I don't care if it's a a Buddhist thing, a Batman movie, a okay. video game. Like if it could strengthen yeah. my faith, like I just take it. Okay. And um yeah. I'm like rambling now or No, I? you're but. not. No, man. That's, that's what I want, honestly. <laughs> you're making my job easier. How about that? You know? Uh yeah. so okay, it's so let me try to parse out what you said and, and please correct me when I am wrong. Not, I'm sure I will be wrong at some point. It sounds like you're saying that the the historical veracity of the Bible, like as a textbook, isn't so important anymore to you. No. Uh, okay, and it sounds like maybe you're also saying that truth. I don't know if I would say it's it's relative from from what I'm getting from you, but maybe that it uh, that you can find it in different places than just like Judeo Christian, yeah, you know, ethics and stuff like that. So then. Is the is the character like the persona of God? Do you think that is definable? Like, is God always love? Is God sometimes this asshole in in the Old Testament who like smashes babies' heads against <laughs> the rocks? Like, you know, yeah. to you and I guess I'm not saying like even um, I'm not even asking you like from you've had education around this. I'm not saying like scholastically. But, like, what is God in your experience? Like, apart from the, the texts and the, the words and the rumors and the yeah, myths. To, to me, um, like, a lot of my stuff stems from, like, other rock lyrics and stuff like that. But, like, to me, like, if someone's like, what is God? Like, like well, what you just asked me. If someone asked me that, like yeah. you just did. Um, it's just like, like, yeah, I think that God is love. Like, I can't explain like killing babies or like killing whoever it was for like pulling mm-hmm. out when he was having sex and God just like killed him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. but like, so um, do you dismiss that part of scripture and then you no. like cherry pick what you do want or like, no, which is I, I do that. I, I cherry yeah. pick. So no, I, I, I see that the temptation in that, because like I said, like if I was like a pastor and I wanted a family to grow so that there's more people to give me money, I would be like, Oh, see how like, when this guy pulled out when he was having sex, God <laughs> killed him. Like, you know, and I could quote a Bible verse right. in Genesis that, yeah. like, echoes that. And, sure. um, and so I see why people want, want to cherry pick and stuff like that. But for me, um, and it might seem kind of like, oh, that's an easy out. But, like, I just have to say, like, I don't know. Because, like, the okay. way that I would think that, like, God looks at things, like, we're like, oh, my God, like, you killed, like, all these, like, babies in in like uh, Exodus or whatever and like I I kind of feel like from God's point of view it's just like yeah like I did but like you don't know the whole story like you don't know the whole picture of it like this is like nothing compared to like what like the bigger picture is like it's it's so it's so like huge in our like human minds but like um, that it's just like no you don't understand like I'm working on a different level like God's not that arrogant but that's the way I like (laughs) <laughs> the way I put it. You reconcile. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, but I still like struggle with things like anything from big, like, um, disasters that like, even in the Bible, there's like, um, 
Oh, like, a, I think it's in Amos, they say, like, if a disaster befalls a city, is God not behind that? And you want to be like, no, of course he's not. But, like, like yes, of course he is. Like, because that would mean, if he's not, that either there's times where God doesn't have control not or control, there's someone yeah. more powerful than he is that right. he can't be like, like. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't know Satan was doing that. Like, yeah. if only I could have stopped him, but he's so strong. Like, okay. um, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So... Um, if I could shit, interject, I think I lost. Yeah, absolutely. There's actually a like a philosophical question, kind of related to that, that I like to bring mm-hmm. up. And I don't like bringing it up because it makes you sound like a crazy person. But Let's go for the, it. The, 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 oh yeah, the question <laughs> is: um, Was Hitler's existence good or bad for the world in the long run? Right. And oh, it yeah. sounds like a fucking crazy question, but the the what this is something that comes up in like philosophy classes and stuff, mm-hmm. basically. After after he did all the atrocious testings on people and the genocide, you know, what, six million people and five million mm. non-Jews? I mean, yeah. so, 11 million, it's, yeah, it's a- 11 million people or so. Um, mm. After that, a crazy anti-racist movement started happening with activists and communities. Mm. Um uh-huh. It was it was now uncool oh, to so be you're that, that racist. That like instigated yeah. a positive outcome. So like how racist yeah. would the world still be had Hitler Hitler not come along and yeah. done his atrocious things? Like I said, it sounds it makes it sound like a crazy person. No, like, yeah, no, Hitler. it's like yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, no. If you want to be pro Hitler, dude, it's totally fine. I, mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. gotcha. I, I inherently disagree. With <laughs> gotcha. that, but, uh, but, that, but that's a thought question that I just kept coming back to as you're describing those things. Is like, yeah. you know, if that was God's movements to put in Hitler to enact anti-racism, so that yeah. that could become yeah. a thing. Is that completely wrong to believe that? I think there's like a cause and effect to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think innately what you're kind of asking, you can approach this like mathematically and say, okay, yeah, this negative thing happened and incidentally, be it planned or not, like all these other positive things right. happened afterwards. But if, if you're going to assign a persona, if you're going to assign consciousness to an Omniscient, omnipotent being, omnipotent yeah. being. Yeah. Then, then we get into blame. Then we said, oh, then we say, oh, was it intentional? Which is obviously anthropomorphizing the idea of God, which doesn't have yeah. to me doesn't have to even have a consciousness. I'm n- I'm not concerned about if if God is a personal being personally. Just like, yeah. I find it easier to cope with life without even worrying about that question. <laughs> but if you're, yeah. if you're gonna say okay, God has a plan in a similar like somewhat parallel way to to how I conceive a plan and to how I lay out. You know, if I were God, I would lay out time like this, and this would happen. So yeah. that would happen. I would give them free will, so that they could choose me. I would give them mm. love, so they could choose hate or love. Yeah. Then at that point, it becomes a whole fucking different issue. I think. Josh. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me solve yeah. all this in one. Yeah, time. solve it for us. Yeah. No, but it's just uh, it's definitely it's like a tricky thing because like I do believe in like um. I also because I'm, I I say I try to be a writer because I don't have much success for for it. But like the um, that's the way my mind works. So like when I read like about like God like walking in the garden or something like that, like right. I I think of like a person. Like it doesn't. It's not like a long white. Like to me, it's just like I guess the way our mind works. It's like a person walking, but I never get to see like 
how even I imagine him and stuff like that. So I do kind of tend to to lean on like um, God. It has like a physical form, but like I have no idea what that form mm. is. Like I, okay. you know, like. Um, but that's just also like the poetic nature. Yeah, sure. But it does. It doesn't matter if if someone was like, no, like God is just like a group of stars that has like <laughs> a, a mindset. Which is a Futurama reference, if you guys like it, but like, um, and and he speaks binary or whatever, like that. I'd be like, okay, that 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 works. Like, right. I'm not so attached to anything, but I believe like the original question was like, um, what I think like God is, and it would be like, like love, light, and honesty, like and truth, not honesty. Like, as I know that sounds like more Christianese stuff, but that's like the general thing. Yeah, um, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, because they're. Um, there's this line that I love from a band, uh, band Me Without You. Yeah. And any of my, yeah, any of my friends that are listening to this, they're like, fuck you. That's all he ever talks about. But like, um, he has this line that says, uh, and in our darkness, a light shines. And all I want to say for the rest of my life is how that light is God. And like, mm. he goes, I might have missed this or that point, but that light is God. And I'm like, that, like, that line, like, changed my life. I was like, and I was already in that camp anyways, but I was like, yeah, like, that's that's what it is. Like, all this stuff gets dumped on him because it's like, like, I, like God's, like, playing, like, I can't even say three-dimensional chess because if I said that, God would be like, huh, you, you think I only seen three dimensions? Oh, um, yeah, but, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah But, yeah, like, yeah. um, but the thing is that I, I think that, like, God, it's just, it's just like, at all the light. Like in and goodness and love and stuff like that. I, I think that's just like him. Like that. I don't know. If that's the best way to yeah describe it. But no, I like that. And and that doesn't leave room. Like I could never hold that against someone for believing that because there's no room for like judgment or hatred. It's just saying whatever is positive is God. I can get on board with yeah. that. You know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who could not like depending. I guess on how you define the term God, but you know. Yeah. As long but as we can. You go ahead. I was going to say, like, but, and that's where you get to people like, well, bad things happen. And you're like, well, it's bad, like, to, uh, to our understanding of things. And that's the only thing I could say. And it's not even to, like, cherry pick or scapegoat. It's like, no, I have no idea. I'm just a person. Like, the yeah. fuck, like, how am I going to answer all this stuff? I have no idea what's going on. For sure. <laughs> yeah. D- would you like to pretend, like, if you were maybe within proximity of, of Minnesota and all, you know, and of, of Minneapolis and Bryant Lake, mm-hmm. like, would would you prefer to have a physical community? Well, it's it's funny because not going to church. The one thing I do kind of miss are kind of like the like minded people, but not in the Christian sense. Like my my one of my best friends in life, his name is also Josh, and like when I'm with him, like because we met in college and we were kind of like outliers, like. Uh, his parents were missionaries. He grew up in the church, and I kind of was like showing him life outside of church and like not having Christian okay. friends. Yeah, but it was also funny because he was like the drinker and the smoker and all that stuff, and I really wasn't because he was like a rebellious like missionaries kid and pastors kid and stuff like that. And so he like he actually had like this rebellion type uh, mindset where I was just like, no, just like check out these movies, look, at, listen to this music, like all this stuff. Is awesome. Like it could be outside of the church thing, but like now when we talk, it's just like I feel different when I'm with him than when I'm with other people. Yeah, and it's like I I miss that kind of like community right, yeah. at church and Fellowship. then you go to church. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you go to church because you miss that, and then you're like, oh, no, everyone's an asshole, and yeah. I hate this. And right. they're all, like, snickering at me and asking me to take my hat off and shit like that. And right. Like, oh, because this yeah. is just, like, every other church, like, and yeah. I hate this. Um, but I do – I would prefer to have, like, a physical community because otherwise I yeah. have – Right. Like my friend Josh, we talk on the phone. Um, my friend Aaron, we just like email. Jay, we like will text and stuff. You know, uh, Jay Baker will text and stuff. So it's like I don't have too many like physical like yeah. communities. The uh, like a fellowship is a lack of a cheesy word, but it's uh, yeah, sure, yeah, because um, like the the morning of my wedding. Um, I was me and Josh were hanging out and we were just in I was sleeping in his hotel room so I don't see my wife you know the morning of right. and all those traditions and <laughs> and we luck, just bro. yeah exactly and we just sat on <clears throat> on the bed like smoking like a, like a jewel e-cigarette just talking about like God and it was like we were both like this is like the greatest moment like ever it was just like what we both needed and stuff like that and she's like I definitely miss Things like that. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah. But you sadly don't get that from church. I'm sure a revolution, but I'm saying in terms yeah. of... Uh, and I don't, I don't want to even want this to like sound like a plug for revolution. Like That's just like kind of our common thread that we yeah, have yeah. between each other, you know? So, like, we... And this is kind of... We could talk about this for a second before we move on, but, like, it was interesting, the drafts that we went through for the Pride Flyer, because mm-hmm. it started out... What, what was the original tagline like we understand if you don't want uh, us but we're here to, here if you need us was that what yeah 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 and then it turned into i don't even fucking remember it was um we're here for you and we don't have all the answers yeah we don't have all yeah. the answers yeah 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 yep and so that and man i'll tell you this too I, I wanted to tell you this you know either way whether we recorded today or not but like it was interesting handing those out and having mm-hmm the the uh, image the the logo that said Revolution Church so big on the mm-hmm. flyer a lot of people their mm-hmm. eyes went straight there and they handed okay. it they handed it right back they're like uh, oh really no. yeah but we were trying to convey we're not I <laughs> I swear we're not what yeah. you think we are yeah, you yeah. know but then we did have some people come up to us and be like I had one guy start handing it back and being like uh, no I'm not interested and we said we're really just a group of people who've been hurt. By church or by evangelicalism, mm-hmm. who want to talk through that? We're not yeah. going to get you to sign a fucking you know a, a piece of paper, a contract. We're not going to try to pray with you. Between me and you, well, between the internet now, I guess. No, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. But like, it's been about three months since Jay has said a prayer at the end of service. He used to do that every yeah. fucking week, you know. Yeah. But now it's gotten to a place where like stuff is more gray, and we're really just kind of like almost having like an open therapeutic group talk about how we've been hurt by these things and and how we can maybe reconcile something out of the the wreckage out of the rubble that we used to call you know church or religion or or whatever you know you would call your worldview yeah well that's but see i don't to me like i wouldn't say that that's like an absence of of prayer because like what's to say that the talk in itself is not doing a more than what a prayer can do. A prayer is very like one-sided where everybody just their ears perk up and like, wow, this guy's so smart and yeah. wise and he knows the Bible and like Father God. Where, like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father God, please, Father God, in the name of Father God. Um 
<laughs> but so prayers always like I wish they didn't seem as silly to me as they always seem, but they um so not having like a prayer that just is all it is is like them trying to signal that the church is over and how can I wrap this up fast <laughs> right? enough to get out of it. Yeah. It's so it's an epilogue. The, yeah, In exactly. conclusion, so, Father God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, let me pray about these specific points so they realize how clever I was in my sermon. Right. Um, yeah. So to go right from a sermon to a discussion, I was like, that is like a prayer. Like, that. that's all you need. Like, that. Yeah. you don't need anything other than that. Totally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so here's my idea, Josh. All right. Is that me and you now, because I was going to interview Evan later, but he's here mm-hmm. now. What if me and you kind of interview Evan about his experience with Christianity? Let's do it. Should we? We know that he we know he loves Hitler, so that's a good jump. So that's a good starting off point. Yeah, are you comfortable with that, Evan? That's an amazing point to start out on. Yeah, and Shane, you can you know dive in whenever you want. I'll chime in. All right, whatever. So you got that new Hitler tattoo of his face because you're such a (laughs) big fan. We can see it. The listener can see it though. (laughs) What's up with this, this fucking swastika? On your yeah. You see, it's, it actually has a very different meaning than what you initially thought. <laughs> oh my god! It used to be a symbol of Christianity. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's just a fan of uh, Hitler as a painter. He loves his oh, artwork. Right. He loves his art. Yeah, <coughs> period. So, Evan, how were you raised? <laughs> uh, it's a very broad question, but um, well, we, I mean, we, we've, we've already talked about it, Caleb, but yeah, I have. I I was raised in a, church, a wonderful church, actually called St. John the Baptist. It's over in New Brighton, and um, it was it was it was a, honestly an amazing experience. I love I love church like as much as a little kid can love church with extremely bad ADHD. Um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, w- once middle school came around, was when I started questioning and kind of getting away from it. And my parents were divorced at that time, so the da- my dad was way more into church than my mom was. So it was. It's much more. If, if Dad wasn't doing religion with us, we just didn't do religion. My mom did go through a uh, mega church phase for a bit. Oh really? Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, that, I think it was Eagle Brook out in Lionel Lakes. And yeah, that was that was scary because that was already after I was done, kind of questioning as a young child, anyway. And uh, and we're going to a mega church. It was nuts. That they, they they really are just like money generators. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> sold they sold like one of the one of someone's pottery in the store, you know, and they had like an enhanced Starbucks and the. Yeah, yeah. It was it was wild. Um, and, and they had one pastor for three different churches. Oh, they had like the videos. Yeah. So oh, so, no. so they had the one guy. We went to the oh, one where I he was, that. but he projected himself to right. two other churches. So they, they only had one like pastor, or whatever. And it was just it was wild. Ugh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, mega churches are a whole different issue. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I guess the the then the first time I started because oh, and for context, I am a full blown atheist of sorts, probably agnostic. Okay, but and I went through an anti theist stage that I don't regret because I learned a lot. But I was an asshole <laughs> for sure. I was the asshole atheist. Now that was in, <laughs> that was in college. The evangelical atheist. Yeah. Right. Um, no, but I start, started questioning in middle school after having a conversation with my dad about we had done a uh, a no talking day at school. It was right when two, 2012 or 13, right? No, no, 2006 or seven. 
I'm way off. That would have been sixth or seventh grade for me. It's 2006. Um, no, you guys are babies. Yeah, I'm, a, a, baby I'm, I'm a baby. I'm, I'm really. <laughs> I'm 30. So I'm like what six years behind you, Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm 26. Um, uh, he's a baby boy. No, and yeah. uh, or 26 in like a couple weeks. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm 36 in a couple weeks, so we're good. Fantastic. No, we 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 did a silent day at, at, in middle school where it was in in support of gay marriage, and it was supposed to be you didn't talk all day to. Um, sympathize, I guess, with with anyone who was gay who couldn't talk about it because it was uncool to talk about then. So I did it because all my friends were doing it. I didn't I didn't have a second thought. And then when I got, or dad picked us up from school and he goes, "So what did you do in school today?" I said, "Oh, we did this thing where we didn't talk or you know, gay gay marriage." And he he, he went real really silent and started talking about men versus men and women are to be married and gay people shouldn't be married and it's not biblical. And I was just kind of sitting there, my twelve-year-old dumb self, like, "What? Why is this an issue? Like, what's happening? I don't." So then I, you know, kind of went back and looked back at religion. And was like, "Holy shit! Like, yeah. I don't agree with all of this." And that's when I really started realizing, like, I don't agree with all of this because before I did, I was like, "Yeah, be a good person. God's great. Cool. <laughs> Heaven. Sweet." You know what? So this, that, was, that was the first time. This I makes me ask to both of you guys. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from both of you. Were you? Do you feel like you were traumatized by religion? Because I feel like, to me, I like I was super, just like super into it, like just fully, you know, engulfed. I like I was a uh, I was the uh, worship leader of my youth group and all this and that. Uh, yeah. And then I got real mad at religion. I was an atheist. I was fully against it. And now I've come back to where I want to reconcile those things. I have a lot more empathy towards Christianity. But it sounds to me like maybe you guys didn't have such an angry reaction emotionally to the church. Is Am I wrong? No, that- you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I had a very... I'm not traumatized at all from religion. Okay. It's just so it's just, like it's, a, it's just how my personal beliefs have evolved. Okay. And like, wow. I, I, that's I, cool. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't ahead. say traumatized, like, because then, like, I... I like um relate it more to like heart like i'm just like heartbroken by church like so i'm not trying to like take it out on on anything would you say you're more sad and less hurt like less angry you're just like sad and just that sounds a lot better and then you'll tell me about like a church or like a christian i'm like they're so fucking stupid like and a lot of (laughs) anger comes out yeah so but in general yeah it's like a like a melancholy over like uh, mm. was like oh you are the chosen one like how could you do this to me type thing so it is there feels like a, like a betrayal heartbreak type thing more than any sort of anger but okay. then when yeah. I really think about it I'm sure I'll get very angry so yeah hmm. Hmm. did you guys did you did you both go to youth group to like oh yeah yep all the way through no, high school I, and stuff no even no. went by, even went by choice at one point. <laughs> I I would do like um kind of like a youth Bible study I would go to, but excuse me, youth group always just was so like cheesy to me. All my friends growing up were um not religious, not Christian friends and like I am the most thankful ever for that. Like I think and to this day like um the like as I said, I just got married like less than a year ago, and um, three like three of my groomsmen I've been friends with for like twenty years because Babylon's so sm- 
Babylon's the name of the village, um, is so small that, like, it's people I knew since, like, fourth grade and everything like that. And so I grew up in the church, but having this whole um, life outside the church of punk rock and movies and video games and stuff. So when I would go to youth group because I would feel like guilty like oh i should i was just like this is so cheesy i can't stand the music and the, <laughs> the way people are talking and they're like oh let's all like sit on balloons of shaving cream it'll be fun and you're like this is not <laughs> fucking fun like this is stupid and so uh so i did not go to like youth group and that <laughs> classic like experience that. of sitting on balloons full of shaving cream. <laughs> i don't know we've all been there <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's wild honestly i'm, I'm jealous of you guys you know, not to like be self pitying, but like that sounds nice to like just be like, okay, you know, maybe church is this or that. I'm not going to be mad at it, you know. Yeah, it, no, it, it, but from your experience, yeah, it wasn't as uh, as terrible. No, you're, you're kind yeah. of a fucking terrible experience. I wonder how regional that is. Oh, extremely. because you In guys America, are more midwestern. Yeah. I'm more southern. I'm yeah, just curious how. The Northerners make fun of the South for that. Like. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, it's it's super regional. Yeah, the the people that I know that like have kind of turned their back on church, but uh, like I have a friend that's a writer, and I always see like religion still and Christianity still in all of his writing. But I think he totally turned his back on everything, like you did at a point. And he's from Mississippi, so it must be yeah. like a Southern uh, thing. Versus like New York is just. Not as like crazy. I mean, we have crazy like Baptist churches and stuff, but it's not anything. Yeah, like down south, I would imagine. Well, and, and cities tend to uh, uh, attract more like liberal crowds as well. So That's city, true, cities yeah. are less inherently less religious yeah. than any, outside of them. Yeah, like, more rural. like I would. I thank like my my friends a lot for that because my my family is a lot more conservative than I am. Like, I have done a fairly decent job of stretching them and, like, being like, oh, no, like, gay people aren't bad. Look, this is my friend, and she's as gay as it gets. Like, and they're, like, kind of like, oh, well, they're just like us. Exactly. Like, there's not... (laughs) (laughs) And, um... But I had that mindset because I had friends that were all, like, atheists and stuff like that, and there was no ever judgment. We are just hanging out. So you just... I was always part of that that world and even though i had my beliefs i was like less a part of the christian world for for most of my upbringing so that's kind of why i'm more on the the liberal side of things okay cool hmm so did did anything like in any event or any uh any person influencing you kind of affect the fact that you leaned more towards being liberal after being brought up so conservative like was there one thing that affected you that way or um was it just like a uh it was like i had there's various people like um because like the i had a really close friend my senior year of college um his name is mark but we called him sparky and he was like as gay as the day is long and then we just had like the best summer ever hanging out and you just get like kind of that like well like this is like awesome and i learned like bizarre things that I like like teenagers should know like and 20 year olds should know like I'll be like oh do you think he's cute and be like oh he's not my type and then he saw me like pause and he's like you know gay people have types right and like no because in the church they just tell you that gay people are just fucking everything that they could see (laughs) with no no love no thought no anything and it's just like and like 
those little things that hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, I'm so stupid. Like, no, there is – everybody's exactly the same. Like, why are we hating on on yeah. things? Yeah, And so um, I – but I, I tend to collect kind of like mentors and stuff like that. Like, my friend Aaron definitely – he comes from more of like um, – like – an Islamic Jude, uh, like Jewish background, but growing up uh, with Christianity too. And we okay. have like some of the best talks ever. And so I just have all these people that I'm like, I want to learn from him because they seem like super wise and, and okay. everything. So that's, that's for me. There was no like moment where I was like, that's it. I'm liberal. Yeah, like it's right. just, uh, <laughs> you were just like, this makes more sense than yeah. anything I'm else just does. Like, yeah. Just straight loving everybody and yeah. not, because, like, just think of if someone's like, oh, God hates gay people. And you're like, well, I don't hate gay people. And how could I be more capable of love than God? Which I'm not. So clearly, <laughs> that's good. Clearly, wow. if I don't, yeah. that's then they don't. Good. Yeah. Like if, like, if I don't, then he doesn't because yeah. I can't love anything that God doesn't love. Yeah. So I'm embarrassed to say that about a year ago, it was so recent as a year ago, I stopped believing in hell. As a little mm-hmm. thing, I've stopped believing in a lot of <laughs> more intense <laughs> things since then. But yeah. like that, to me, is a is a landmark, you know. And I yeah. realized, like, okay, because I've worked in childcare in like maybe three or four different jobs and stuff like that. I have four mm-hmm. little brothers. I love children, and you know, I'm not a parent, but I'm not a parent. I am a parent. <laughs> but <laughs> I got you. Thanks, I'm with bud. you. Appreciate that. Uh, but but uh, you know I I love kids and it's like if a f- given the worldview of Christianity okay let's let's assume that is true let's mm-hmm. go ahead for this proposition let's assume that there is a God who is a father with the mm-hmm. pronoun he you know yeah. so given that there is a God who is a father or a parent <laughs> to whatever capacity how could a an a flawed human parent give anything, give their life for their kid mm. so that they don't suffer. But how could, at the same time, in the same reality, a perfect God, a perfect parent, decide to damn their children <laughs> to hell? To, for yeah. eternal torture. Not for burning yeah. up and then you dissolve and you're dead. Yeah. Like, I've heard this argument. like Hitler, at least, killed his victims. But but this God, this Yahweh that you're talking about from the Old Testament, from conservative Christianity, it lets just, them it die an over and over it, yeah. every day as, and as, over and over. Especially yeah. after he explicitly created them. Yeah. The one that to prefer them. the things that he doesn't want them to prefer, even. Yeah. Yep. I made you gay, but, it, but guess what? Him, him, him giving us free will was damning, to, literally, to us. You know, if he wouldn't have done giving us free give will, that, yeah, give him uh, that story totally. Don't give us free will and then get angry at yourself for doing it and kill everyone. Right. What are you doing? Yeah, Dad? like yeah. I don't. That doesn't it's, make sense it's to me. It's tricky because, like, only to a certain degree would I believe in hell, but it's not like in that Dante type. Aspect. Right. Only and again, it's the more like writer poetic side of me. It's like because for me to believe in Jesus and grace and mercy and stuff like that, if there's no hell. Then the sacrifice was just all smoke and mirrors, and it didn't mean anything. Like, but what was did it save a sacrifice? Us from? Uh, for my belief, belief yes, okay. it was. But the one way that I did hear uh, hell described was not like, "Oh, you burn in 
like hell forever, but it was more like a no, your experience after death is just like you're absent of the presence of God. And as we all have been like super, maybe uh, I know I have, which I have been super depressed and everything like that, where you feel like everything's hopeless. So like, if you felt that for all eternity, like there was like, you just could never be in the light of God. It would feel as if you were like constantly like burning up, not like flames or like, like, um, but that would be almost more like a limbo purgatory type thing. But like, I agree with you. I don't think that it makes sense. I think like hell, the way it's taught in the in the church is like for people to fucking like stroke themselves and be like, I'm so good. Look how good I am. You're going to be like <laughs> yeah. burning. I'm not. Yeah. And, but it's those are the same churches that in heaven, there's like greed and pride and stuff because like i want the biggest jewel in my crown so it's like well what yeah the, the fuck that doesn't make any sense like yeah, so is in heaven i think yeah exactly yeah. like that's what they'll they'll talk about like oh he yeah. was so good he'll have a a giant crown and it's like oh so we care about these things right. like that doesn't yeah, make any totally. sense so um so 90 percent of it doesn't make any sense to me i don't like when i see people like that are just like good people and like and I know that it's not just good deeds. The Bible says it's not good deeds that get you to heaven. It's like, but are you fully capable of doing good and caring about others? Like, truly, if in some way God is not, like, within you. If, for me, all goodness comes from God. Like, I'm not saying that, like, only Christians do good because I think it's the opposite. I think Christians mm. do miserable okay. stuff. But, um, but I, I think like that. that, like, all goodness comes from God. So, like, I don't – people just have to know – like admit that they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. The only aspect of hell hmm. that I would believe in is because I do believe in the Bible of like Jesus' sacrifice. It said that he went into hell and he like ministered and saved people from hell in the those times and well, it's just like Yeah, that's in the Apostles' Creed. That's not in the Bible yeah. actually, but Oh, well that but, but like um It could have been uh, it, it was up to the like, Council of Nicaea. Yeah. No, but. yeah. But but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, with that. For like sure. it's like so that's the the I guess the dogma of things. Like yeah. Um, but I I think that just for me for the sacrifice to mean something, maybe there was like a hell and now like he that sacrifice did something. Like I don't think it's like oh you didn't say the specific prayer that we learned in English that we made up. Right. So you're going to yeah. hell. Like it's like the sinner's what? prayer. Yeah. yeah. And like but like that's all like um. An amalgamation is that the right word of stuff sure. from various scriptures that they're like, oh no, this is this is what it means. Yeah. It's like, or you just don't know. Like, it just like you know if if it's true what Jesus said, like I'm the way, the truth, and life. Like, no one gets to the Father except through me. It's like, but no one knows how that works. He just said that. He doesn't say like say the sinner's prayer and hate right. gay people, and yeah. he just says like, no, I'm essential. And so for me, I'm just like, all right, if he's essential, that's all I need to know. Like, like that's I don't cool. yeah. that he's involved. Like, so I won't be like, oh, you don't believe in Jesus. You didn't say that specific English prayer. Yeah. Like, you're right. fucked. Like, right. <laughs> so um, An English prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking like 2000 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and so I you have fools. <laughs> well, because like, <laughs> that's what we have to remember, too, is like, even if we're reading it in English, we're just reading somebody's best attempt to translate the original stuff and then we're we're getting what we get from it from that so we're reading like we're making our own translation of the translation we're reading so for anyone to be like no the bible says this it's like this one says different like i don't know what to tell you i know and so but i do wrestle with like i don't think like oh like all sinners rot in hell and they burn because you're just like that's like 
that's like a kid with like an ant farm and like a magnifying glass and yeah. like a bright sunny day. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. But then like if there is no hell, then like what for me, like what was it all for then? Like that like it was just like, oh, I made the sacrifice. Don't look into it, but like I did that. Like yeah. where does mercy come where does mercy and grace come in without it? But Yeah. I just think that there's something it's not the way that it is like oh we're just gonna rip you in half every day for eternity and there's no escaping it cause like that's also so shitty cause eternity is so much longer than like fucking 72 earth years like whatever the life expectancy is right yeah yeah so I don't know man I maybe I, I maybe I'm misunderstanding here but I feel like saying that if there's no hell, there's no motivator to be a good person. No, uh, that's not what is I'm that, saying. Like, okay, okay, no, that no, no, okay. I'm saying no, I misunderstood no. you. Yeah, okay. no, my my inter. It's not about a motivation at all because I don't think we should do things out of fear from hell because okay, the, motiv- the motivation <laughs> okay. is not. It's not love. It's not anything like that. What I was saying is like we're. Like, um, you know, Jay talks about he loves grace and he loves mercy. Yeah. But if and that from the Bible and stuff like that, we glean from like that. It comes from Jesus and his sacrifice. So if we love that aspect of mercy, like, but what's the mercy from? Like what it like? What is that? That's what I'm saying. Like um, in terms of like hell, it's like obviously hard to explain because we're talking uh, no, about yeah, like, cosmic yeah. notions. But no, it's not. It should not be a motivator at all because that's right. Motivation should always just be love. Like that's if even like if you're being honest with somebody, but you're just doing it to hurt them. Like that's you're not motivated properly. Like fucking yeah, don't be a dick. that's just fair. Keep your opinion to yourself. Then you know, like so, everything should be motivated from love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like I keep getting off topic. Sorry, I don't no, know. No, <laughs> that's how that's how this works. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> I just I just tend to chase rabbits of my own thoughts. I no, like, I like so. it, man. Um, oh fuck I did have one more question in mind let me think motivator of hell Uh. if really while you're thinking of that like a great example of what I I don't know if anyone watches Futurama but like it's like one of my favorite shows ever but you know they have the um, the the robo Santa Claus that they made and they programmed it to judge naughty and nice but since it's a perfect creation of a robot everybody's naughty to him so so Uh. Christmas is just the scariest day of the year because he's just doling out punishment on everybody (laughs) and I think that that's kind of like the viewpoint that people have of God is that he just has no like intuition and like heart and understanding that he only sees in black and white Hmm. and like he just goes like oh no at surface value, you did this, and that's considered sorcery, so you're doomed. It's like, no, well, yeah. it's just a card game with my friends. I don't see what, like, how you're not seeing the, in between those lines. Right. And I think the people that view God like that are the ones that are motivated by, like, I don't want to go to hell, and God's just like a mindless robot that only okay. sees yeah. good and bad. Let me ask, right. I'm going to ask you one more thing, and then I, I do want to let Evan talk a little bit more, too. Yeah, sorry just, about that, no. Evan. Stop it. We're all here, we're all here together. I, I'm we can here. record for another fucking three hours. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm happy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do want to ask you, let's say, if at the end of life, Josh, there, right. at the end of life, there is no, you find out there is no God, 
there is no redemption. There is there is no justice with a capital J. There is no love, even with a capital L. Everything was uh, chemical reactions and evolution <laughs> and and uh, you know just math and science. Which what? I'm not against math and science. Okay, which is fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm being the devil's advocate. Yeah, right now. Go for it, man. But so, so then, is there any justifier? And there is there any validation? Is there any benefit to you for just treating other people like this archetype of Christ, like this archetype of love, like this embodiment of of a human who loves other humans? Well, to me, that that's like everything. Like that's what I strive for, and I fail out. I fail out miserably. Like, of course, like. Anyone that really knows me knows, like, I really do try to just always, like, do the right thing and, like, be honest and speak in love and stuff like that. But do I ever tell, like, get short with people and be like, fucking just leave me alone. Like, I don't care. Of course I do. But, like, for me, like, the motivation to be, like, you know, the Jesus of the Bible and stuff like that is not, like, a fear thing. It's, like, a respect, like, a, like, oh, man, like, that's the, like, he's got mm, it figured yeah. out. That's the way to be. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, of course, like, doing the right thing is always significantly harder because, like, you could just, like, break, you know, you could bump someone's car and pretend it never happened and just walk away and just drive away. That's the easier thing to do. But so the right thing's always harder and it always has more consequences. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. but I think that at, if you lived your life not out of fear of hell, but out of, like, love and respect and, like, inspiration from you know Jesus's teachings or Martin yeah. Luther King's teachings like and you find out that like life was no it, there's nothing it's just all chemicals and math and science and and monkeys and stuff like that you'd just be like you wouldn't be I don't think anybody would be like oh I could have hated so much more on earth <laughs> what a wasted opportunity yeah I think that you're just like all right no like I don't regret like there very rarely will we get to a point of like man I regret being nice to that person because that yeah. really like bit me in the ass but even if you think that within year a few years you're like no that was stupid back then i'm glad overall for my person that i was like nice to them yeah and even if you die your legacy still lives on so Mm -hmm. if if you're a good dude yeah that'll that'll mean something after you're done i think i know it continues on yeah i agree yeah 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 i could go on a topic of that because i'm like like um my grandfather when he passed like i did this whole kind of like speech and it was all literally about like his legacy and like his character because that's what people remember like they'll remember specific stories but like no you remember like no he was so nice he was so warm he was always helpful like that's the stuff that you remember more than anything else so yeah like I don't if anyone got to the end of their life and regretted being nice and doing the right thing it's like well you know what you're an asshole like I don't want to tell you <laughs> right. then, yeah. then they're doing it to be yeah. recognized and not just to be good mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. I wanted two more uh, diamonds on my crown but you guys yeah exactly <laughs> oh my crown people in heaven could have been so jealous of me yeah right Did you fucks give me rubies <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure yeah but we should let this other kid speak, right? Do what? Evan. Oh, uh, yeah. Should let. What, yeah, what, get what, back to yeah, this guy. What should I speak about? <laughs> ah, fuck, man. Um, Germany it like, in the 30s and 40s. <laughs> it sounds like you weren't as affected by 
church as most people I know. <laughs> no, no, not not traditionally at all. It's it's been so okay. It's well, been then, purely a, a like a, a learning experience for myself. It sounds like you are familiar with it, but you're an outsider who's not like super emotionally affected like a lot of people are by every little twist and turn. No, so yeah. how do you? I, I guess how do you see it right now? Well, it took many years because I used to be. Uh, I used to get triggered by it. I used to get triggered talking about religion. You yeah, know, people would, um, and and like uh, Shanghai knows Cecilia. Um, Cecilia is a girl I dated in college. And well, before I get into that, yeah, it, no, it, it, I haven't been hurt by religion like other people, but I've definitely grown to mistrust it. Mm. I guess is a better term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and that's kind of what has caused me to be where I am at now. But it, it took. It also took a long time because once I learned I was an atheist and you know was was ready to embrace that, I became the person who wanted to disprove everyone. Oh, if someone yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. God, I'd be the one to jump in with my fucking bullshit right. and try and disprove yeah. it. Right. You know, I, yeah, I was I was like, and then we talked about like if you're familiar with Reddit, our atheism. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a community, okay, yeah. and they have you know they have a lot. Of, it, it it almost needs to be called anti theism because they mm. they're against religion. It's not that they don't just believe; they're also against right. Them. And yeah. I'm not even that far from that. Sometimes I do believe I'm a full-blown anti-theist as well. Mm. But then I, I'm usually not. Usually not. But um, but no. So like in that in that stage of being an anti-theist in college, I was dating this girl named Cecilia, and she had a lot of great attributes. And one of them was she um, she would would fight me on that shit because she oh, she I was see. she so was she was angry. She was a Christian, and she would go to youth group with her friends and, yeah. and stuff, and. I would, she would, I would go pick her up from youth group or something, and she would start talking about it, and I'd be like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't get why you're doing this, if this is in the Bible, uh-huh. blah, blah. And she'd be like, why won't you just let me talk? Right. You're being an asshole. Oh. And she would straight up tell me, like, you're being the asshole atheist that everyone hates. <laughs> and, like, for the, for that, I commend her. Like, hell yeah. Because that really is what <laughs> turned me away from, like, being that that fucking asshole okay. to being more normal mm-hmm. and being more accepting of it because I do see the good in religion and that, that's why I'm like sitting here right now you know if yeah. I was a full right. theist I wouldn't even be <laughs> yeah. talking about it so yeah but yeah no um, yeah for me personally it's just it, it was just it was a constant growth of figuring out how to coexist with religion without being angry how being able to talk yeah. about it with hmm. being unbiased you know how to how to be here for it, you know? Yeah. Because it's a very part of our world. It's yeah. never going to not be. And, and yeah, if everyone, if, they, if, if we can all just like figure it out together, that's really what it's about. Cause yeah. I could be religious. I could go do it if I wanted, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to impose that on other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an important voice. That's like not so much represented. Like you don't hear people being like, I don't care about atheism or Christianity, <laughs> Yeah, but like, can we get along? Mm-hmm. Like that, I feel like that is something yeah. that we can all. Well, because I get I when I was younger used to be the opposite of that. Like I used to be like the apologetic like Christian when someone's uh, like, "There is no God." I'm like, "Oh, there's no God." Oh, let me bust out this scripture first. And like, <laughs> yeah. And the thing that I learned the most was like, well, no, if like someone's an uh, an atheist or something like that, what good is quoting the Bible at them? They it's yeah. like, and so I stopped doing sure. that, and I'll use like. It just I, polarizes well, their all, views. Yeah, and but it also would mean nothing to them, like because mm. they think it's a fictional work of yeah, sure. Not, like so, it's like that doesn't and like so many 
times people think that that oh hit them with this scripture and they'll be speechless. It's like no, they'll just be like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that. Like what right. do you like? Um, but I as I like got older. I'll be in a place, and if like a religious like argument breaks out, like I'll just leave because I'm like, this is fucking like, no, you know, there's I know. no yeah. one's gonna prove anyone right or no. wrong. Like, yeah, you're not gonna well, convince we just, somebody. Like, talk. I'm, yeah, I'm the same way, but I like to sit around and eavesdrop and just <laughs> kind of see what comes up out of it because yeah. it's never good. It's just it just turns no, angry. Not. And every once in a while, like. I'll find myself engaged and I'm like the whole time like you idiot why'd you get engaged but like <laughs> you'll say something like they'll be like oh like the the New Testament was like I don't know why people believe it it was all written by people that about a guy that none of them even knew and I'm like well see if you would have said the Bible's all bullshit I would have let that slide but now you're trying to tell me something that is <laughs> yeah, clearly that's not a good true point, like, man. Yeah. like yeah like I'm only engaging in this because the facts that you're using to back yourself up facts like in a loose term i guess when we're talking about this but like that's not true like you can't say that john and peter didn't know like jesus and they wrote like a good chunk of the and john like they wrote the new testament so how are you gonna like that's a bullshit statement that you made like yeah i have to i can't let you use that as your argument like just if you were to throw the whole thing out i'd be like yeah sure why not i'm not engaging in this i don't care i feel like what you're arguing at that point is like irrelevant Irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, because, like, it's like, okay, yeah, so is it all true? Is is parts of it true? Is none of it true? You know, it's mm. like, where are you even coming from at the end of the day? Yeah, it's, uh, like, but I, people just need to talk and not argue. And I, and, because you can learn, to, if I'm talking to an atheist, like, why can't I learn something that could even strengthen my faith, but not in a way of, like, oh, he taught me this and I turned it on its head. But it's like, no, like, if... If I believe that all truth comes from God, like, he doesn't just use Christians to speak his truth. He'll use anybody. He'll yeah. use a song lyric, uh, a movie quote, an atheist. He doesn't need any, good, yeah. anyone that specifically believes in him to say something. Like, So it's like, you can learn from everybody. So, like, just listen and talk and, like, yeah. stop trying to argue and make sense of stuff that none of us understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. Uh, Hell Yeah. My, my my favorite anecdote that has been used on the on the relationship between gods and atheists is if if God were to exist um, and He has declared Himself as all loving, omnipotent, um, and Christians will then will you know go after the the atheists and be attacking them for him, blah blah. But if if God created the atheist, He created this person to be atheist, mm, yeah. and God can still love them. And God can, is still there for them, even with this person not believing in their existence. I, I would think that would be a pretty. That's one of my more like okay. That that would be the only thing that I would I would believe in in mm-hmm. a godly sense. Hold on to you. You know, it, it makes sense to me because if, if God were to be omnipotent, and all, all loving, they'd have to be, love the things He created, even if they're atheists. Well, we have to remember too that like the strongest aspect of faith is doubt. Like everyone looks at it like they're like opposites, but you know, um, say if you look at the story, if you believe like the Bible to be true of like Moses in the desert, right? They're they're seeing miracles from God constantly. They're getting food from heaven. They're seeing yeah. fire in the sky. They're seeing um, seas parting, but it doesn't help them at all. Like the second that Moses is up in a mountain too long like oh fuck there is no god this <laughs> yeah. golden this golden calf is let's god. make a like, calf yeah exactly <laughs> so so th- like seeing god like constantly which i mean 
everybody thinks of like, oh, if he would just send me a sign, I would believe. Yeah. And it's just yeah. kind of like maybe, but like these people didn't. And and this other example, like Elijah in the Bible, he's like defeating all these prophets. He's like running faster than a horse. He's doing all these things. And then like one queen's like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, fuck, what is life? Oh, I'm so depressed. There is no God. And it's like, you were just doing all these things. Right. Like, why are you so? So it's like doubting, like seeing stuff doesn't um, help anyone's faith, faith. Like it didn't help Peter walk on water to actually see God himself do it. Like, so doubt is just as strong a th- to our faith than anything else than seeing and hearing a miracle or seeing a miracle it's like oh, that doesn't really go that far as much as like doubting things and just being like you know what fuck it it's called faith for a reason yeah just do it wow <laughs> but um I was gonna say it was something based off of what Evan said and I forgot um about like uh oh uh, the the reddit thing about how it's like mm. they have more of an issue with religion and theism than yeah, like that's what I found when people are like they're like oh like I don't believe in God and you're like why not and they'll be like because the church is greedy it's like well that no but that what does that have to do with God like that has nothing to do with like everybody's problem with religion for the most part is the religion itself it's the the church the people right like yeah. it's not usually like the belief system because a lot of times they're like oh I guess I'm at agnostic so it's like oh so you believe in a higher power in God, just not through this, the Christian sense, because Christians ruin everything. You know, it's like there's that yeah. line in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, like it was beautiful, but now it's sour, and that's like the whole. Mm. That's like Christianity as a whole. Like, or well, I was watching a movie the other day. It was such a bad movie too. Oh, John Carter. Like I was like, oh, fuck oh yeah. it, I'll try it. <laughs> but like within like the first five minutes, it was like the perfect representation of like Christianity because like an all powerful being gives uh someone like this ultimate weapon and upon receiving the ultimate weapon the first thing he does is try to kill like the god that gave it to him right and you're like oh that's a fucking perfect example of what like christianity is with its like rules and regulations and like manipulation of the bible it's like here's something beautiful that will help you and they just turn it on the creator like no we're gonna kill you with it instead Yeah, and then the rest of the movie is garbage, and John Carter jumps like twenty five feet in the air on Mars or something. <laughs> but ignore the rest of that. <laughs> well, and uh, I I feel like I went on so many tangents. I, I like I it, man. That's what I'm about, dude. <laughs> Do you have I, something else, uh, Evan? Well, I, I think at one point you addressed atheists only having problems with the people and the religion, which is. Most of the only problems you can have with religion is the people and the religion, right? My well, my, my my anti belief actually came a- after a lot of other things happened from from the fact that humans did write the Bible, and I'm I, I'm hugely yeah. um, interested in mythology. Took took two mythology courses in college. Like I, mm. I love I love mythology. I'm a huge uh, astronomy. Freak, and I would always teach. I, I taught that three three summers at a scout camp, uh, okay. teaching kids the stars and stuff, and awesome. the, and the mythology behind them. But there's you know how many religions in the world, you know hundreds and thousands, and each one comes down to mythology. They all yeah. explain the world through mythology. Um. So in my eyes, it's humans create the mythology, humans create the gods, and that's kind of where. 
I've decided to, to stop my beliefs. I don't know anything yeah. else after that. Is that yeah. the, the, hum, the humans have created it, and here we are, and now it's established. Now it's now it's this this external power almost. So yeah, like, that, that, that's, I guess, that's ultimately my personal belief in a nutshell. Yeah. Versus versus being hateful for, towards religion, religion, which I'm really not. I'm not hateful yeah. towards it. I, no, I do and believe I in that. it's good for a lot of people. So so I, I don't know how how do you react to that. Well, I think um, it's just kind of like when I say like the people in the religion, like it's religion is like for me, it's the lack, it's lack of a better word. When I say religion, I mean like all the rules of the church that like okay. everything, like the man-made, like the truly man-made aspects of the church, like the problems people have with, you know, priests like hurting kids or the greediness of church or the lies of a pastor. Like, and, or and, like, and that's people using it as a medium to get where they yeah, want to be. Yeah. That, that's so that's like, not the religion again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, but, to me, I feel like it's taken up so much of the dogma of the church that that's what Christian- Christianity is like. It should be just loving everybody and hmm. like embracing everybody. But what it is is like if you don't pick it outside of the funeral of a, like a homosexual that was killed, then you're mm-hmm. a bad Christian. You know, like and so um, to me that when I say like the religious aspects, that's what I mean. Mm. Like the rules that the church made more than anything that's spelled out in the Bible, because like the Bible is just about like law. I don't even think like it comes down to like, this is a sin. I think when things are written, it's God's like, no, like I, God is like, I love you. And if you do this stuff, it'll be easier for you. But Mm. you know, like people are going to hate like homosexuals. They're going to hate, this and that like so i'll love you no matter what it's just going to be a harder path for you to find and that's why in the in the bible you'll it'll be like a man should not lie with a man it's not like him being like i'm gonna smite smite you to hell it's just him being like no it's just it's just gonna suck for you like because of the way people are and i don't want that for you but like um i mean that's the way i take it i'm not saying that's the way it's taught like i'm sure Mm. that it's it's definitely not taught that way, but that's the way that that I read it. Like that is not like if you do this, it's a sin. It's him being like, it's just gonna suck because people suck and they can't wrap their mind around yeah. things. When I was still a a literalist with the Bible, mm. I felt like um, one way I could justify the Old Testament teachings of you know <laughs> gay sex was that like there was you know there's gonna be. AIDS and there's you know there's going to be STDs that you wouldn't get otherwise like they didn't have protection they didn't have anything you know t- they didn't even know about any fucking chemicals or <laughs> science at well, all and, and, and the but 80s, honestly it, now I'm not to where like I don't I'm not a literalist like by a long shot but yeah. but you know I, I feel like you you can make that argument and even even if you go to like Sodom and Gomorrah it's not about Gay sex is about fucking rape, dude. Yeah. Well, that's that's the they the um. It's like I also heard Sodom and Gomorrah being like a metaphor for Jesus's sacrifice too, because like at one point they're like, "Let me um kill this stranger that you're protecting," and he's like, "No, like I swore that I would protect them, but here to satisfy you, take my virgin daughter." And we're like, "That's horrible," but yeah. in a broader sense, that's what God did for us. We're uh, like, you know, okay, it's like, yeah. But I mean, no, I hear me, you. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I like that's just the way that I I read things. Like, I don't think it's like a list of sins because, like, yeah, like 
when you get like that, they'll be like, oh, being gay is a sin. It's like, but you trim your beard, you eat hot dogs, you have tattoos. Right. Like, what? Yeah. Do you, why is this one particular thing a sin? Yeah. You eat and pigs just, and like yeah. you know, seafood. Yeah, you like mix your like the color, the fabrics of that right. when you get dressed. Like, so um, yeah. that's why I don't think it. And maybe back in the day, it was like, no, if you do this, like, you know, that's the way we're you're judged, and I will kill you. But then that's where <laughs> grace and mercy comes from with Jesus. Like, I don't know, like the breakdown of that, but to me, it was always just like, no, like, like I, I just know how shitty people are. Cause I made them and I regretted it almost instantly. Hmm. And like, yeah. And so if you, if you like, like, I, I can't even say like, if you are that way, but it's just like, it just, life is going to be so much harder for you. And we find that it is like, I could get married with no one blinking an eye. I probably could have like married a family member in most States and no one would have cared. <laughs> but if, if two, if two same sex people want to get married, it's just like, what the fuck? How yeah. dare you? That's an abomination. And you're like, okay, well, in Alabama, I was able to marry my cousin, right. and it was fine. Like, <laughs> but then you know, like uh, Jacob has like two servant wives and two wives, and like yeah. David's you know fucking Bathsheba. <laughs> yeah, he's yep. married. But know. see, that's something to think of too, because David's like the biggest piece of shit in the Bible, and he's called that's like a man a good after story, dude. I love that yeah. story. And he's a uh, he's called a man after God's own heart, right? Yeah. Because he was like, instead of being like, no, guys, you guys are misunderstanding. He's like, F-, like, was yeah. it Nathaniel comes to him and he's like, you, you right. had all this stuff, and the if it prophet. wasn't enough, yeah, yeah, you would you would have been given more. It's enough, yeah. and you just didn't want it. And he instantly was just like, shit, like you're right, fuck, like yeah. And so, like knowing how shitty of a person he was, the God's like, you know what? I like that. I got on board with that. You're the man. Man, like. what a fucking weird story, dude. <laughs> he was like, he was a shepherd. Like, see, so he was like manual yeah. labor, working out, like wrangling up sheep, throwing yeah. stones at trees, practicing up. <laughs> he kills Goliath and maybe apparently like four of his brothers. Like, apparently it was five. Giants. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I wow. mean, I don't know. That's part of the mythology. But like, yeah. so he kills five giant men and then he, he becomes the king of a nation. He gets a fucking what's it called when you have a bunch of concubines? A uh, Just a harem? being famous? Harem? <laughs> yeah, 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 harem. Man. Okay, so he so he has a <laughs> a bunch of women on task. He's got his bitches. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it that way. <laughs> yeah, we were, I was dancing around that, <laughs> and then God's like head buttoned he, it first. He kills. Yeah. He's lusting over Bathsheba. Okay, he has at least two hundred women at his disposal. At disposal. He's lusting over disposal. Bathsheba, staring at this woman. He kills her husband. He sends her to the fucking front line of the war. He kills this guy yeah. and then goes and fucks her. And God's still like, hey, I'm going to send Jesus' seed through your line. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is what's going on. Son of David. Jesus, son yeah. of David, baby. Because it's like... Because it's all the ultimate redemption story, so why wouldn't you want to start there? Yeah, right? that's great. Like, what a weird story. It's just, yeah. Hmm. But it's like, I don't know, it's, the story of David and Goliath is like one of my favorites. I used to love that he like, oh, he cuts his head off. But like, when I see it, it's just like this like tiny guy being like, uh, I'm a shepherd. Like, I kill lions and bears because like, they try to kill my sheep. Like, oh, this guy's no different. Uh, it's like, well, he's a fucking big difference. Like, and then, like, the more armor he wears, the, like, more in danger he is. So it's, like, the most more vulnerable he is. 
because he can't move. The, they put a ton oh, of armor on him, yeah. and he's like, I, he's like, I can't move with all this stuff. So he has to get like vulnerable, but then he like, so he has like faith in God that he's going to like, oh, God's going to deliver me from this. Like, I have all the faith in the world. He's like, but you know what? Fucking, I should probably take five stones instead of just the one that I need because yeah. like, what if I miss? Like, so there is like vulnerability and doubt and it's just like this gorgeous fucking story and like confidence and then like such a rise and fall and then like that's where the redemption is because he just fell so hard his like family wants him dead right his sons want him dead and shit like that and you're just like man like he's a man after God's own heart like Dude, you should be a pastor, bro. You're <laughs> fucking preaching right now. You made me believe in God for like six seconds for the first time in two months or so. Wow. That was really good, man. Thanks. <laughs> fucking preach, Josh. Damn. But see, but see, it only comes out because we're having a conversation. It's not like if right. I was like behind a thing. Like, cause God I knows know, what, like, I know. God knows my internet like browser history. He knows when I put in incognito mode, like when I'm really like the weird shit that I'm looking at. And so for them, me to be like getting up on Sunday and be like, brethren, let me tell you about David. Like, no, no. I mean, that's the best shit dude. to get up there. <laughs> I've, I, in my life have given maybe 10 sermons. Hell Satan. I just listened to it the other day. That's what I call it. Your, your, your hell. Satan that's better one. than my title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I don't know, man, like it's good to get up there and just be fucking honest with people. Yeah. And be like, this is what's going on. If you want, we can use the format. We can use the medium of a sermon. I can talk about mm-hmm. Bible verses. I can put things into terms that are adjacent to Christianese, yeah. you know, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or to being, you know, we can use this format if we want. I'm not going to lie to you. I know a lot about this book and we can talk about <laughs> it if you want. You know? Yeah. Well, the, your sermon was awesome because you just kept me like, guys, I'm not, like, advocating for Satan. Okay, yeah, that was on. a I weird choice. I should not have preached a fucking sermon on Satan. <laughs> no, it was great because uh. it, like, it directly paralleled an article that I wrote. And it was, like, the last article I wrote for this Christian website when they're like, okay, no, we're not posting any more of your stuff. And it was called Hail Satan because it all it is oh. is how we, how we make, like, Satan a boogeyman. Right. And that, like, anything bad happens – it's his fault. It's a but scapegoat. It's like, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, but is like, but then that would imply that he could do stuff that God has no power over, right? And so, um, and it's definitely easier to be like, oh no, the devil made me do. It. It's like, no, you did it because you're an asshole. Like, <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. Like the the devil didn't make you do anything. Right. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's a good get out of jail free card. I'm yeah. Under, I'm under spiritual attack. Pray for me. Right. It's like, just or just like, don't cheat on your wife. Just go home and jerk off, so you're like not lusting after like the woman bathing right. next door. Yeah, and then you you'd be fine. Like it's but instead of just being like, oh, just everybody pray for me. Yeah, I'm under attack. Yeah. That I feel like at the end of like you know how I, I attached like the afterglow conversation yeah, or whatever. Yep. So Which I feel is like at, at the end thing. of that we realized like okay, so Satan isn't. You know, as an idea, like, we're just trying to disambiguate this thing and just kind of, mm-hmm. like, figure out, okay, in this story, like, what, you know, what is this character that, okay, let's say we don't want to be, you know, let's say that this is a bad thing, but then, like, what are the attributes that we're seeing here, you know, yeah, in the story, like, deceptive, uh, undermining, 
Well, the, that's the thing is like if you look at it like um, so he like Satan's also described as like you know the the serpent that's crushed under the heel yeah. of Jesus, right? And so like that doesn't seem like uh, this boogeyman that has all this power in the world, and like and he only could attack. Jesus at the times where he's most vulnerable, right? It's in yeah. the desert where he's like on the brink of death and literally when he's like dying and like it's just like, oh, where's your God now, son? Like you ain't got nothing. Yeah. And um so it's like that's like that's kind of like a vulture type thing. That's not like a the evil boogie all powerful boogeyman cuz like if you look at him even as a snake, like like Paul gets bitten by a poisonous snake and he just like shakes it off because he's just like, oh, like I believe in God. Like God, <laughs> oh, yeah, God's, right. not, God's not going to kill me. I don't recommend doing Is that. that. Like, I think, uh, Maybe, I yeah, I think, right? Yeah, he's yeah. like moving firewood he's like or something like that. He's on a ship or something. Yeah. yeah. And he just like literally like, just shakes it off and yeah. stuff, which I mean, between that and Mark, I think that's why people handle rattlesnakes and shit, but like, which I don't think is good, but <laughs> I just think that. <laughs> so that, you like, officially do not endorse. <laughs> Handling rattlesnakes no, in, in the name I think of the Lord. No, I think it's great in movies and TV shows, <laughs> but I would uh, when you're just like, man, look at these freaks, like just yeah. like drinking watered down poison. Um, but the but like if he's like that kind of snake vulture pest, like why is he given this like thing? Because even in your um, example of Job, right? Job, yeah. like he's just like eh, like he only likes you because you do nice things for right. him. Right, and then like well, even like, when because it's easy to do nice things when you're rich, like he's fucking yeah, loaded. Yep. Yeah, and then um, because even it is one of my favorite stories. Like uh, when Job is just like, "Why God? Why are you doing this to me?" And he's like, "All right, I was like patient with you enough, yeah. but like you know who you're talking to. Like you don't know where the stars originate from. You don't know where the wind blows from. Like." Right. When you asking me like where does light go when it's dark out? You don't know, but I do. So why are <laughs> yeah. you coming at me with this energy? Like I know these things. Like so, yeah. I do like that kind of like check of like listen. I'm working with you. Like basically, this is a bet that I know I'm going to win. But that we could be friendly, but you can't come at me like that because like I'm still God. Like fuck. What <laughs> you're fucking preaching, dude? This is so good. <laughs> It's all uh, accidental. I'm an accidental preacher. Hey, would you ever come yeah. and talk at Revolution? If I was asked, I, I'm sure I would. I don't. I would feel like 100 like imposter syndrome. But I definitely like I just like with this podcast. Like you're like, oh, you want you want to be on it? I'm like, I would never turn down such yeah. a nice in like an offer and a good experience. So if Sure. Jay was like, "Oh, come speak." I would be like, "Yeah, I'll do." Like, of course. Why I would never throw that back in your face. You would come like, to Minneapolis, though. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well. It'd be a story. It'd be. It'd be fun. I bet. I bet. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you wanted to say a couple words, you know, you'd be more than welcome, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. And yeah, this was a lot of fun, man. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know if we're. I don't know if it's like at a natural stopping point. We don't want to keep it like going. Like, oh wait, hold on. I could sound smarter if I say this. Oh, do you have something else? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> the smartest thing I could do right now is probably stop talking. I have very so. little intelligent things to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, man. This has been fun, though. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. No, thank awesome. you, Josh, and thanks for fucking helping out with all the graphic shit. We're oh, gonna no get that problem. new flyer going too. Yeah, I already have some ideas for it, so uh, 
uh, that I started to craft together, and they're all like super gentle. There's not like uh, there's no no weird like imagery in it that you're gonna be like, all right, tone this down. So it's all yeah. Uh, yeah so we're good with that. Okay. <laughs> there's no like someone like getting punched in the face and being like, Christians right. suck. Like right. go to revolution. Well, we're kind so, of saying that honestly with the new yeah, one. But, yeah, but but I'm doing it with a nice gentle background. What is is it as Christians we're sorry for being self-righteous bastards? Yeah, yep. Uh and then it just says like revolution a church um for people who don't like church? Yeah, something along those something lines. Something like yeah. that. Use a nice yeah. font, speak softly. It'll come across well. Hmm? Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it nice, and it'll be nice and gentle. I'm playing <laughs> around with some uh, like broken down like churches and rubble. Yeah, yeah. But also, um, there's a great song by this band, Listener, called Wooden Heart. Oh my! No, shut up, dude. That's my favorite Ooh. song in the world. Really? <laughs> We're all born to broken people on their people, most honest day yeah. of living. Oh my god. Dude, that's my favorite fucking song, dude. Uh, that's all, I, I want to get like a wooden heart like tattoo, like. Uh, but so I am doing a um, versions of it where it's all instead of broken down churches, it's all like shipwrecks, right? Because he says the whole thing's about like churches. Uh, yeah, you know, we're all shipwrecked together and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, we're uh, all I made out them. of shipwrecks. Every single board tossed and bound like broken teeth upon these rocky there shores. There we go. I think. No, it's funny. So if you ask Jay, when he was really down in like the abyss, I made him like a Spotify playlist. And the name of the playlist is We're Born to Broken People because that song's on it. Yeah. God, dude. That's my favorite fucking song, Josh. (laughs) I have it on on vinyl like two two feet to my right. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I should have worn my listener shirt. Yeah. I have have one. Yeah. (laughs) That's dope, dude. (laughs) Hell, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the the only person I know off the bat that does not like them is my wife thinks he sounds like the bug from Men in Black, you know, the sugar water. Oh, and I so, see. Um, yeah. But I'm just like, oh, you crazy. He's awesome. He does have so, a thick, like, Arkansas accent. So. I love it, man. Yeah. It's Wild so good. Wild broke people. I'm <laughs> living. And if you see him, he, like, punches himself in the head. Yeah, and he's, like, I know. Remembering yeah. the lines. It's awesome. He's so raw, dude. I love that fucker. Yeah. Dan Smith. I, yeah, I talked to him once. Um, because he played at a place in, on Long Island, and it's like the world's smallest venue. So you're just like, oh, shit, you're Dan Smith. What's up, dude? And then uh, I asked him, because a lot of him and Me Without You uh, yeah. they have a lot of imagery. That they have that one coincides. crossover, right? No, I don't think they, because no? they only talked in email, because I, I asked both of them if they knew each other. Oh, but okay. um, yeah, they didn't. That's like, I'm trying not to be all name droppy, but like me and Aaron, that my friend Aaron is from me without you. Like, so. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, as a wedding gift, he like put me in one of, uh, he mentioned me in one of the songs on the new album. Cool. Wow. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, my friends make it sound like I'm, I should be more famous than I am. I just, I just have weird f- friends that are like way more famous than I am. They're um, just like, yeah. Dead. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have the I'm same problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just lucky. I have I have nothing fancy to show for it except for I guess like I write good emails or something like that. Yeah. So. <sighs> but yeah, now we could we could go listen to Wooden Heart after this. It sounds we'll great. A, yeah. <laughs> so. Any uh, closing thoughts, boys? I. D- I have no idea what song you guys are talking about, so we'll have to be introduced. We'll, later. We're gonna listen to it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the m- best, man. Make make it the closing of the episode. Yeah, I can, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, you can do that. Hopefully, oh, yeah. well, we could hopefully not get sued. Well, I'll, I'll, no, uh, I think. Oh, yeah, reach out. If, I'll message you, him. Yeah, the live version. DM him. No, but there's um. I think podcast like if you classify this as like a comedy podcast or something like that. Uh, like no, but you know what I'm saying. Like if you listen to like um like any say like the REM podcast that Scott Ackerman does, yeah. they play clips of the music all the time. And I think there's a certain amount of music you can play. Are you play talking? Before. Are you talking YouTube and to me too? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. He's yeah, like they have that. No, they have the you talking you two to me. Yeah. And are you talking to me? And me and I love yeah. them both. And I don't even like you two. I can't even stand them. But yeah. that podcast is the best. What's but. the uh, the fish one uh, with Harris Whittles? Oh, um, analyze fish. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. Harris Whittles, huh? I know, right? Yeah. But yeah, no. So wooden heart. If you could play that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Fuck I'm it. sure you could. Yeah, either I'll a live DM version or Dan Smith, and we'll, or I'll I'm use sure, the live yeah. version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And then he'll definitely respond because I tagged him once in a photo when I saw him, and he like liked it. And I was like, oh, shit. oh, nice. That's cool. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, so he definitely cha- has like an internet presence. So. Okay. Get yeah, that'd be awesome, show. man. All right, Josh. Hey, thanks, dude. No problem, this man. Thank awesome, you so man. much. Yeah. This was great. Hell yeah. All right, everyone, take care. Later. Bye. Bye. on their most honest day of living. Since that first breath, only grace that we've never given. Well, well, I've been haunted by standard red devils and white ghosts. It's not only when these eyes are closed. These lies are ropes. I tied into my stomach, but they hold this ship together, tossed like leaves in this weather. My dreams are snails that I point towards my true north, stretch thin over my rib bones, and pray that it gets better. But it won't. At least I don't believe it will. So, so I built a wooden heart inside this iron ship to sail these blood red seas and find your coast. Don't let these waves wash away your hopes. This, this warship is sinking and I still believe in anchors. Pulling fistfuls of rotten wood from my heart. Oh, I still believe in saviors. So we are all made out of shipwrecks, every single board. Wash and bound like crooked teeth on these rocky shores. So come on, let's wash each other with tears of joy and tears of grief. And fold our lives like crashing waves and run up on this beach. Come on and sew us together, just some tattered rags stained forever. We only have what we remember. Well, I'm the barely living son of woman, a man who barely made it. Crutches and new starts. We all have the same holes in our hearts. Everything falls apart. The exact same time it all comes together perfectly. The next step. But my fears is prison. And I keep black below the main deck. I keep a key under my pillow. It's quiet and it's hidden. 
likely to see. If we hold on tight, we'll hold each other together and not just be some fools rushing to die in our sleep. While these machines will rust, I promise, but we'll still be electric, shocking each other back to life. Your hand and mine, my fingers and your veins connected, our bones grown together in time. Our hands entwined, and my fingers and your veins connected, our spines grown stronger inside. Cause I know that our church is all made out of shipwrecks from every all these rocks and planes. But we pick ourselves up and try and grow better through this change and go on to us lost each other. With tears of joy and tears of grief. That was a post-Christian podcast.